Hey, it's Jason Hartman, and I wanted to do this uh, special little segment here of the podcast because uh, I actually witnessed the Las Vegas shooting last night. That changed my life forever. I'm sure it'll, I'll just never forget that, and it was uh, horrific for sure. But it was nothing for me compared to the people that were obviously the victims and the people that were on the ground that were close to it. Here's what happened and what I saw, and I got some video, and the media's been calling me all day, and, uh, you know, the video's been shared many, many times now. I was at a business meeting hearing about a real estate deal that Grant Cardone was talking about. You might have heard of Grant Cardone. He's an author, real estate investor. I was there with several of my friends. We were at the foundation room at the top of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. As we were leaving around 9.30 or so, Uh, 9.30 p.m. on Sunday evening. We walked through the main foundation room area, which is uh, the foundation room's like a private club that's part of the House of Blues. It's at the top of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. We walked out onto the balcony and heard what we now know was a lot of gunshots, automatic weapons, a lot of gunshots. It was very, very loud the way it echoed through the building. At first, we didn't know what it was. People were talking about it. We're saying, what's that noise? Is that, you know, is that a jackhammer? Is it fireworks? Uh, Is it sound effects? And then we looked down onto the Christian country music concert, Route 91 Harvest Festival, that was below us. And the movement was odd. You know, it it was far away, so at least with my eyes, I, I couldn't see it extremely well, but I turned on my iPhone and started capturing video, and I used the iPhone to actually zoom in to see it better. And it looked like people were laying on the ground. And uh, turns out they were. And so people were leaving the event, and what made us realize that there was really a problem here, that this tragedy was actually unfolding, is that it was only about 9.30, and... You know, anybody knows that the concert probably wouldn't end till 11 p.m. or so. Why is everybody leaving? More shots rang out. More shots rang out. And then we realized these really are gunshots. They were incredibly loud. It echoed through all the tall buildings there in Las Vegas. And we got in the elevator and left and went downstairs. And it was kind of a strange scene downstairs. Some people had no idea what was going on. Some people were starting to look like they were, you know, really exiting fast. People were looking around, but it hadn't really occurred to basically most people in the lobby. And then the lobby of the Mandalay Bay and the attached Four Seasons Hotel, there were police running through the lobby, not with just their sidearm and their uniform, but with machine guns. They were heavily armed cops. They weren't like SWAT team cops, but they were heavily armed police or some kind of security people. I think they were, you know, metro-type police. We got out, got the car, started on the way home, and you could just see police cars coming from every direction. They were blocking roads. They were barricading, forming a perimeter. Maybe the suspect is trying to get away, so, you know, they needed to control the scene. They were closing bridges. There were just police everywhere, 90 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, driving down the other side of the freeway. And then the ambulances. There were just, you know, ambulance after ambulance coming toward that scene as we were going away from it. You know, I saw a lot of this from upstairs at the Mandalay Bay Hotel as well. And just just a tragic, 
terrible event. These disgusting terrorists call the, yeah, ISIS claimed responsibility for the event. The media is sort of half reporting that, half not, it seems like. You know, there's all this agenda and political correctness. You can never get the truth about anything anymore, it seems like. But uh, who knows? Well, you know, nobody really knows yet. It's just too early to tell what really happened here. But it's just, at this point, I think the fatality toll is like 58 people and over 500 people wounded, some pretty seriously, I'm sure. So I'm at a um, charity event right now called Monday's Dark, where uh, people have been dropping off supplies, water, paper towels, diapers, you know, medical supplies, personal hygiene supplies, everything, you know, juice, cups for the blood banks. They tried to get a blood bank here, and um, the blood banks are super busy, so that, that's good news. People are, people are donating blood, thankfully, and they couldn't get the blood bank to come here, the mobile blood mobile, but wow, this is just, I just never in my life thought I would witness some terrible tragedy like this. And, and you know, many people have been reaching out since I posted that video. The media, uh, friends, of course, saying, you know, are you okay? You must be shaken up. Well, yeah, I, I'm shaken up about it. I, I don't know that I've really processed it yet, but it was no big deal for me. I mean, I, I saw it, but I saw it from a distance. There were people on the ground that saw people bloody dead. Must have just been awful. And, and then, of course, there are the actual victims, a zillion times worse. So uh, what a sad day. The biggest terrorist attack in the U.S. since 9-11. And uh, it, it is of great concern that the next one will try to outdo it and make it worse. You know, whatever terrible method these disgusting psychos use. So I want to get the story for you from one of my friends here. Several of my friends did not leave as early as I did from the Mandalay Bay Hotel. I got out. They were in lockdown all night in the hotel. They left at 7.30 in the morning, 8 a.m. You know, they had to stay there. And they weren't guests of the hotel, mind you. They were just at a, at a meeting, at the same meeting I was at. But the police came and locked them in and said, you can't leave. And, you know, they had to screen people because obviously there could be a suspect in there, you know, mixing in with the general population to try and hide. So... I'm going to see if I can get a little clip, a uh, little soundbite from uh, one of my friends who was there who didn't leave till about 8 a.m. So my friend Larry was actually in lockdown at the Mandalay Bay Hotel. He was a, essentially a prisoner required to stay there. He wasn't a hotel guest. He was just there for a business meeting, as were many of my other friends. And uh, what happened? So we were in the same room as where the real estate investor meeting with Grant went down. Yeah. From there, I want to say at some point someone received a text. Maybe there was a video. Someone had received a video. Someone could have actually taken a video on their phone. I don't remember which one, but... At that point, we realized there was an active shooting situation. So many of us went on Twitter trying to find Fox News to see what's going on. There was kind of conflicting reports, but like on Twitter, you know, it talked about there was something going down at the Luxor. There was something going on in New York, New York. They mentioned a couple other places, multiple shooters. So we thought inside... It seems like a, a grand attack, like a, a really coordinated... This is a terrorist attack, yeah. highly coordinated... Yeah. And at that point, I just remember there's probably about 20 of us left in the one room. And the room was uh, probably closed at that point. 
And probably within about 10, maybe 15 minutes from that point, uh, as we were just all trying to figure it all out, it got really quiet. And I remember someone yelling, you know, listen to what they have to say. And, like, there was just all this commotion. And literally at that point... And they was the police, the SWAT team? There there was someone in our room that said, hey, you know, listen up. Then there was just all this commotion, like, outside. You could hear the commotion. And at that point... We knew there was an active shooter in Mandalay Bay. Initially, they said 32nd floor. And now we're, I don't know if we were on the 46th floor or the 64th. But we're, 64th. Wherever, we uh, was up high. It was like 60, yeah, at the top is. of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. But at that point, we didn't know if it was like the, the actual shooter that was coming in. And so we thought whoever's out there is breaking down the door to get in where we're at. Wow. And everyone starts like running off like a bat out of hell. Like I jumped behind, uh, like there was a... I jumped into the corner. There was a, a couple couches. Guys were moving couches around to try to hide underneath them. People were trying to get in the closets. Yeah, it was because you didn't know what the hell was coming. You had yeah, no idea. Yeah. They said multiple shooters. But but who is they? You keep saying they. Who was that? Just uh, another attendee there or there a just, staff person at no, the hotel? There was, just, there was just people in our, you know, there was no, I don't remember if there was, take that back. There was somebody from the foundation room that must have communicated to us at some point and that's when the you know so the door closed but then like i said there's all this commotion going on and now we don't know holy is this the shooter and that's when everyone like took off like a bat out of hell they just freaked out my friend ben who was there with you he said at one point people were really Screaming and yelling and freaking out. Some of the women were totally freaking out. I mean, hell, even the guy. Listen, if you came face to face with someone with a machine gun, uh, you're going to go freak out too. Or not knowing what's on the other side of the door, knowing that there's all these people getting shot. So it was a crazy. And then, then they put us in another bigger room with the foundation room. And then by that point, there's probably 60 or 80 people. And in my mind, then they had the uh, sweep of the the SWAT guys. You know, they're coming so, in. So when you say they, now it was just now staff was SWAT. until the SWAT team showed The SWAT up. team is there and saying, you know, they're like, now the SWAT team's in charge. Yeah. Listen up. Yeah. You know, hands up. Let's move. Move, move. And it was just like very, you know. And they moved you, the SWAT team moved They moved you her from room. one room into this other room. Okay. And, you know, the SWAT team, to, in their defense, I mean, they don't know, you know. Could they, there, no, they don't know who There you could are. be a shooter. Yeah, you could be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah it could be yeah. the bad guy. Hiding out. So it, it was a high-stress situation. And in my mind, I'm thinking, then eventually the SWAT team leaves. And I didn't know, are there armed guards, you know, outside of our room? Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how many elevators is it possible to get up to this, where we're at? For a while, it was a high-stress situation because you just don't know because right outside the down you know down the state oh, yeah. down the street yeah, yeah, people yeah. are getting mowed down yeah yeah, yeah, with, yeah. You know, incredible it's, it's with insane machine gun. so i'm guessing that the time you're describing now is maybe 10 30 p.m it's like an hour later my or guess so. has got to be i wasn't checking the time but i'm going to say we're probably in that 10 20 to ten thirty. Okay, so, range, so if I had then guess. take us through. Then what happened? Did people sort of mellow out and, and calm down? Or and then well, we were in the bigger happened? room. You know, it's like anything else. There's some people that are you know leaders, and other people are going to stress the hell out. Some people are going to get emotional, and you really some find out who's gonna, who under stress for sure. Yeah, yeah. and now listen, some people use you know. I tend to be a funny person, yeah. and so I try. You know, I was trying to make light of certain things. Right. This is definitely not a funny situation. I get it. But I'm yeah. trying to make other people laugh. Yeah, right. Other people, are, you know, they're very emotional. Yeah. And so you saw the range of the human emotion in that room. 
for sure. And, and it's about 60, 80 people you were with in yeah, the big room? 60 or 80 people. And then, then we were basically there the whole night. Yeah. We got locked down, let go, probably about 7.45 in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so tell me what the night was like. You know, just, I mean, our listener, my talk- listeners are totally curious. Like People were talking, yeah. you know. Some people try to sleep uncomfortably you know and, and by the, the by the way I'll just interrupt for a moment uh, if you can hear the background noise there's a little music we're at a fundraiser yeah, a charity yeah. event where um, Monday's dark an organization here in Las Vegas is they got tons of supplies here it's awesome what they've done we just took a little break from the they're loading this huge semi truck now loading it with water and and every supply you could imagine that the blood banks need and just uh, you know victims and victims families need so yeah it's, it's awesome amazing what, what you know yeah. and, the, and so quickly I can't believe how they organize this. In, it's amazing. We saw the worst of human humanity yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I would say you're seeing today the best, the best yeah. of humanity. Right. It's really and, makes you, know, you feel when, good. When, you know, I remember where I was at 9-11. I'm sure most others yeah. do too. I'm sure most people might remember 10, 20 years from today where they may have been when this happened. I know I will for always remember. This changed me forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I do think despite our differences with so many issues... You know, the Democrats, the Republicans. I mean, I think that there are certain things we can all agree on that... Humanity. Yeah. Basic humanity. Absolutely. This is awesome. Okay. So just want to hear and have the listeners hear about your night there. What was it like? So, you know, at some point, I mean, maybe an hour later, two hours later, I just out of curiosity, was the foundation room providing drinks and food or anything or... They did provide water. And then in the middle, like late in the middle of the night, like in the three o'clock range... They, Three o'clock in the morning. Probably there were some chips, maybe some. They brought some little chips or something. I didn't have any. Okay, and they brought in some tablecloths, and people use those as yeah, blankets. Some people right? use those as blankets, yeah. Okay. And I use that as a blanket towards the end of the night. So, did people fall asleep? Did people stay up like all I night? Said, some people probably stayed up the whole night. Yeah. Other people attempted to get some sleep. I attempted to get a little sleep. Not very successfully, but I attempted. And you, and you just slept on the floor, on the wood floor, right? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What else can you tell us? What else do you want people to know? I don't know. You know, listen, I mean, what we went through is... Uh, it's nothing small, compared to... Yeah, yeah. My friend Brad Sugars, he was at the concert. You know, people are getting shot right next to him. Bullets are going over his head. Oh I, one guy that I met yesterday lost his 20-year-old nephew, oh, who was God, a security guard. Tragic. So, you, What we went through is nothing, it's nothing in comparison to what some of these people have been impacted. So uh, yeah. I think it's just terrible. Uh, I think that... They've got to change these gun laws to, you know, no one needs an automatic weapon. No one. Well, if you can tell me how to get a hold of all the weapons out there already, then then I'll listen to you. I don't know what the answer is, but I know whatever. You you know what the problem is. Yeah, I I know. We we know what the problem is, and the the problem's not getting solved somehow. Mental illness. There's some issues, and it it keeps on. Radical radical religion. Okay, that's a problem. Uh, Yeah. Um, Okay, so in the morning, you said at like 745, they released you. So what happened? The, the police came in and said everybody can go now? Did they screen you? Did they interview you? Did they ask you questions? Oh, you know, in the middle of the night, if you want to go to the bathroom, at first, in the early part of the evening, they would only let four people go at a time. Four men and then four women. And then then after everyone had went, then if you wanted to ask to go to the bathroom, they let you go to the bathroom. Who, who was there? It was their security. Uh, the, oh, the hotel security. Hotel was, security. Was, yeah, the okay. foundation room security. Okay. So who told you you could go in the morning? You, you didn't have yeah, to do whoever, anything? Who, whoever saw, oversaw the foundation room, okay. their head of security. Okay. okay. Said, you know, they kind of, he, he did a great job. And on the way out, he says, you know, I would encourage all of you when you get home to hug your kids, 
call your loved ones. You know, this and it's all about family. Yeah, and right, right, and stuff right. Like yeah, that. good stuff. So he just said, "You can go." Like he got a call from the police or something, and they said, "That's it. You can just leave." Pretty much. Then they wow. walked us down. Uh, there was some of their in, in-house security, and then we just kind of left. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Waited for an Uber to take us home. Larry, and thank we, you so then, much for sharing that story. Yeah. We all like jumped in, about 13, 14 of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, and everybody, um, God bless, be well, and I'll talk to you later. So they wow. walked us down. Uh, there was some of their in, in-house security, and then we just kind of left. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Waited for an Uber to take us home. Larry, thank we, you so then, much for sharing that story. Yeah. We all like jumped in, about 13, 14 of us. <laughs> All right, thank you, and everybody, um, God bless, be well, and I'll talk to you later.